What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. It has been over a month since I recorded. I hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving and are having a great holiday season. I am going to just jump right in and get the hardest part out of the way first and tell you guys about the pretty traumatic event that happened in my life over the past few weeks. Disclaimer, if you are dealing with grief or seasonal depression, this might not be the best episode to listen to. I will be talking about death and losing a loved one. You can skip this episode if you want to. But without further ado, my mom passed away the day before Thanksgiving, and I'm really recording this episode and sharing this to help someone else, even if it's just one of y'all who might be dealing with grief or have already lost a parent or someone really close to you, especially if you lost them this year, 2023. But no matter when it happened, the holidays bring up a lot of emotions and oftentimes sadness for a lot of people. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while now, you have heard me talk about my mom here and there. She was really my best friend. We did everything together. I am so grateful that she was my mom, and I'm glad I told her that on a regular basis. She definitely knew that I loved her. Um, I knew how much she loved me. Of course, there will always be moments where I wish I could have said more or done more, but we spent so, so, so much time together. We had so much fun together. I think that it's really rare to be able to say that someone was truly happy with themselves and the life that they lived when they pass away, but I can say without a doubt, in spite of whatever pain she might have felt in those last moments, my mom loved her life. She was very happy, and I'm really grateful that she gave me everything that she had. My mom passed away from heart failure and cardiac arrest. Um, Like I said, we were home the day before Thanksgiving. It was literally the biggest shock of not just my life, but of every single person who knew my mom. Everyone connected to us. I am really glad that I was home because we are literally never home at the same time. That was a miracle within itself. Needless to say, I did not have a Thanksgiving. Things were pretty crazy and chaotic after that, obviously. I am an only child, and so I had to make all the arrangements and decisions about everything. Thank God I truly, 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 truly have the most amazing family, friends, and support system on the planet. I am so grateful for everyone who has been here for me and interrupted their own holiday and just made this very unexpected, very traumatic event a lot easier to get through. If you're listening, you know who you are, and I love you so, so, so much. Also, if you're listening right now in general, thank you so much for being here and for coming back after I took such a long break. I do not take the downloads and the listens for granted at all. You could be listening listening to anything in the world, and it means a lot that you are hanging out with me. This actually is the one-year anniversary of this Do Not Forget to Love podcast. Um, it was December 14th when I... F- Uh, posted my first episode and I love this space so much this is my favorite creative outlet and I and it's definitely therapeutic for me especially during this particular time in my life where it's so nice to have a healthy outlet you guys know I talk about dealing with negative emotions in healthy ways not turning to destructive outlets when shit happens in life and just doing the best that you can 
with what you have. I am only one month into this grief, and so it is very fresh. If you have not been listening for a long time, like I said, I'm an only child. My mom raised me 100% on her own. She gave me the best life she could have given me. Losing a parent at any age is rough, but being 25 is a very interesting feeling because on one hand, she got to see me grow up. She got to see me be a teenager, graduate high school, college, get a master's degree. She got to see me work and become a young adult. She got to experience all of that. And on the other hand, I'm only 25. And so like I'm just getting started and I'm still a kid and I have, you know, God willing, a whole life and future ahead of me that she will not be here for. She is my angel now. I do believe she'll always be with me in spirit. She'll get to see everything. But you guys know what I mean. Like she's not here and I'll never get to see her in the flesh again. And that is a very hard pill to swallow. I'm really glad that I grew up in church and it sounds weird, but I've been going to funerals my whole life. My church is massive. My family is huge. Funerals have just been a normal thing. Obviously, they're sad, but from a young age, I've always been able to see that funerals are a celebration of the person's life. And my mom was really good at talking about death and telling me what I needed to do if anything happened, which is unfortunately rare in the black community, especially. And so I want this to be a reminder for anyone listening that none of us will be here forever. If anything happens to you, get organized and prepared now. Have those difficult conversations with the people who need to know. And if they don't want to hear it, at the very least, have things in a file or a folder where everything is. Life insurance, a will, keeping your beneficiaries updated. I know my audience is young, but get a life insurance policy now so that it'll be really helpful to your family years from now. The younger you start putting things in place, the less stress, um, less stressful it'll be for the people who have to make those decisions for you. Also, if you're young and your parents are still here, but they've never talked to you about what to do if something happens, you need to ask them. For some reason, talking about death, like I said, especially in the black community, is oftentimes off limits. And it's very unfortunate because the last thing you should have to deal with when some someone dies is family drama or scrambling to figure out where things are and what to do. It's already a very, very stressful and difficult process. Try to simplify it and make it as smooth as possible while you're here. Christmas, New Year's for me has always been about, well, Christmas, the season has always just been about celebrating Jesus and celebrating his life. And so I'm not like the holidays are going to suck and this is the worst holiday season ever. And I'm not just going to throw the whole thing in the trash. My birthday is actually my favorite holiday. And so I think that's going to be harder for me now um, than any any other day because my mom won't be here to see me get older every year but as far as Christmas I am still enjoying this season I love the movies I love the music I love all the sugar I love chocolate I love seeing the lights I had great Christmases growing up but my mom was never obsessed with it we went to church we visited family it was just a chill day and so I'm not really dreading Christmas or feeling super down about it of course I will miss her but I'm going to miss her every single day and I'm going to miss her most actually when I travel and when I go to shows and events and have experiences because I love taking her places that I know she would never take herself and I love that we um, got to experience so many things together that's when I'm really going to miss her the most I got so lucky I really did have a built-in best friend for the last 25 years we enjoyed a lot of the same things um 
and just going a lot of the the same places going to church is actually a little like it's actually hard without her because Jesus Christ was my mom's everything and church was her favorite place on earth I know that when things happen a lot of bad things happen a lot of people question God and get mad at God but I've been able to see him throughout this whole thing just more personal things that I'm not sharing on here, but God has been so good even through the most difficult time in my life. I've been able to see his hand in all of it. And I think that's just a testament to the faith that my mom instilled in me and the relationship that she had with God and the prayers she prayed for me and over my life that has given me the strength to go through this. I have said this in other episodes, but a lot of people get mad at God or don't believe in God because bad things happen. But believing in God and following him does not mean that bad things will not happen to you and in your life. Believing in God means that when the bad things do happen, God will give you the strength and the grace and the mind and the direction you need to go through it. I am not the strongest person in the world. There is nothing super special or different about me, but I know who Jesus is. And going through this, I know that I know him better now than I have ever known him before grandmama said there is no secret what god can do what he's done for others he will do for you i have tried him and trust me this past month i have tried him and i know him for myself Um, i'm going to get into some things that have been helping to get me through this incredibly difficult season like i said i'm only a month in but grief is grief pain is pain loss is loss no matter if it's been 10 minutes or 10 years the main thing i want to say is if you are dealing with any type of winter blues or holiday grief i am right here with you do not let people tell you how you should feel everyone handles and processes situations differently If you've been listening for a while, you know that I love being by myself. I genuinely enjoy my own company, but I have been letting people be here for me and making sure that I'm spending time with the people who I know are genuine and really love me and want to support me and help. So I've been doing both. I just naturally have always processed the best when I have my space and have time to think. As Oprah says, be alone with my thoughts. (laughs) I've been doing both. It'll be a major adjustment for the rest of my life to not have my mom around at all anymore. Her being gone feels too real and not real at all. It's so weird. But having more people around, being able to be closer to my family, unfortunately in this circumstance, but it has been beautiful to have so much love, so much support. I do not take it for granted, especially since I am an only child. Having so many people around and the most amazing support system means so much. Journaling, of course, is still my favorite thing to do. I have to get all of my thoughts out of my head in order to process and deal with them. There's nothing more therapeutic for me than pen and paper. All my usual um, habits that help me feel good, allowing myself to rest, doing my best to stay hydrated, especially because when everything happened, I was not really eating, which ironically, Thanksgiving, when we like it was Thanksgiving when everything happened, that's when people eat the most food. Um, But still walking every day. Walking is my favorite exercise. When I do eat, making sure that I'm getting nutrients in. Um, Soup is my current comfort food and chicken pot pies. Like I love those two things right now. They're like so cozy and so comforting. My boss sent me the sweetest care package from this company called Spoonful of Comfort. I highly recommend they ship nationwide. They have all different kinds of of soup and the best rolls that I have ever had. I went on the website just to order the rolls by themselves. They are that good. But you have to get the soup in order to get the bread with it. The package my boss sent me was chicken noodle. 
with the bread and the chocolate chip cookies they have all different kinds of cookie flavors it really is the sweetest most comforting gift you can give someone it's called spoonful of comfort look them up it's so so good i will definitely be using them a lot i have also just been watching my comfort shows it was really sad to have to watch the bachelor finale without my mom because we've watched every single episode together this season and i had to watch the finale without her i am so happy for gary i won't say who he picked because i don't want to ruin it for you if you're not caught up i am still getting caught up on the kardashians and um, housewives of potomac I've been watching all my favorite Christmas movies. I'm still enjoying this season. My mom was such a happy, bright, lively person. She would not want me to have a pity party every single day for the rest of my life. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to have my breakdowns and my fuck everything moments. But if I don't enjoy my life and make the most out of the time I have and just, you know, live life to the fullest, all of my mom's sacrifices for me would be a waste. And I am not letting all of her hard work and her teachings and her prayers and her love and sacrifice and everything she poured into me go to waste. I'm going to live my life and enjoy it and embrace the good, the bad, and everything in between. It sounds cheesy, but if you're dealing with grief, it sometimes helps to ask yourself, how would that person want you to feel? If they were here, what would they be telling you to do? I know that my mom would be telling me to make the most out of my life and do not let myself die with her. I'm still here. I'm still alive. Her work and her assignment and what God needed her to do on this earth is done and mine is not. And so I have to keep going. I think that's what gives me the most peace is knowing deep down that my mom did live her life to the fullest and she overcame every single obstacle and she raised me on her own she kept god first and she did the work that she was put on this earth to do she worked so so hard and did not have an easy life by any means and so if anyone deserves eternal rest it is definitely her i have so much comfort in the fact that she has no more pain no more struggle no more suffering no more bills to pay no more people to deal with no more sickness no more fear worry she is at complete rest and knowing that is my peace. I can be happy and sad and grateful and hurt and laugh and cry because that is life. And what I'm not going to do is let my mom's living be in vain. Like if I'm stuck, death wins. If I'm depressed, death wins. If I turn to drugs, alcohol, sex, too much food, death wins. There's a Bible verse that says, um, death wears your victory. Death wears your sting. The sting of death is sin. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's 1 Corinthians 55. Do not let death have power over you. Jesus already overcame death hell and the grave i am not saying to dismiss your feelings and not be sad and not get the help you need and not cope how you need to i'm saying that you're still alive i'm still alive we still have work to do the people who are gone have fulfilled their purpose they ran their race they finished their course they completed their assignment are you completing yours that is what i want you to get from this episode if you don't remember anything else i've said you still have work to do life is an assignment it's a calling it's a gift it does not always feel like a gift but you are still here it is, and it is to live a purpose live out a purpose life really is short and none of us really knows how long we have my mom never smoked never drank she did not drive so she literally walked everywhere she watched what she ate on the outside she was the picture of health and then just like that she was gone 
but I know where she is. If my mom cannot make it to heaven, there's literally no hope for the rest of us because if no one else gave their life to Jesus Christ, it was her. She was literally that scripture personified that says for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. That scripture pretty much sums up my mom's entire life. If you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ or you've gone to or if you've gone through church hurt or you're mad at God, things don't make sense, your faith has been tested, whatever it is, having some kind of spiritual practice and faith and believing in something greater than this world is really the number one thing that keeps me calm and it keeps me at peace and just helps the most through these really hard, really trying times. And it's always comforting knowing that I'm not alone. Aside from grief, seasonal depression, or just the winter blues is really common this time of year. The days are shorter, it's cold most places, so people are not going out as much, it's dark most of the, t- uh, most of the time. Make sure that you're still getting some kind of social interaction when you can, even if it's just texting or a quick call or going somewhere where there's other people. Church is one of my favorite ones. It's easy to go to church alone. You can be around other people and get good uplifting energy, but you don't have to hold a conversation or like do anything you don't want to do. I went to see Beyonce's Renaissance movie Monday night with one of my coworker friends after work. It was it was a Monday night, so we had the theater to ourselves. And there were only like two other girls there and it was so much fun. I went to the actual show when she came to D.C. in August, but getting to see everything up close and all the behind the scenes was really cool. Beyonce works so, so hard. I love her grind. The movie inspired me to keep making the most of my life and doing what I love for as long as I can and help and inspire other people through my art and my work. She is so motivating. She's so beautiful. I'm glad that I went to see it. Of course, seeing the movie did make me think about being at the actual show with my mom back in August. I'm really glad that we had I'm glad we made that memory and we did so many fun things together. Reading is another one of my favorite feel-good things to do, especially fiction or autobiographies, because I can escape into someone else's world and their life and take my mind off of my own for a while. If I'm feeling down, a good book always picks me up. I am currently reading Things We Left Behind by Lucy Score. It is the third book in the Knockmount series. I talk about Lucy Score on almost every single episode. I love her book so much. She is definitely my author of the year for 2023. I love that she writes in series and I'm a sucker for romance and her characters are so strong. They're not flat or boring. Her books are really great. Working out, of course, is another great stress reliever and my productive way to zone out for a while. My treadmill is my best friend. I love a good walk. Um... I cannot wait until the spring when I can start swimming again. I can swim at the gym now, like the indoor pool, but I just don't like to go in the winter when it's like 20 degrees outside. It's just not as much fun for me. I am still getting into weightlifting. I have fallen off this past month with everything that has happened, but I follow Juice and Toya's weightlifting videos on YouTube. They're a black couple. They make the best strength training videos. They're super easy to follow, follow along. They're great. No matter what level you're at, from beginner to advanced, check them out, especially if if fitness is one of your New Year goals. Highly recommend Juice and Toya on YouTube. I love making Pinterest boards. Everyone is making their vision board right now for the new year. I always do mine on Pinterest or I will make a collage in PowerPoint, save it as a JPEG and make it my laptop background and screensaver. That way I can see it all the time. 
I like making a physical, I like a physical like wall calendar, the one with like the squares. You guys know I'm old. I use an actual calendar for each month. I never use an online one like Google Google Calendar except for work, but I do use the Reminders app in my phone every single day. The Reminder app and um, timers are my lifesavers. I love setting a timer for whatever I'm doing or need to do. It keeps me on track. Same thing with phone reminders. I would be lost without being able to remind myself of stuff. I have also honestly loved going to work throughout all of this. I love having something productive to do, having a little distraction for a few hours a day, being able to take my mind off of my life for a minute. And I'm not going to lie, making money makes me happy. I love making money. I'm not going to be sad and broke. Like, I'm going to be sad with some stacks in the bank. Trust me, it helps a lot (laughs) when you're in a funk. The last thing you probably want to do is work, but sometimes it is the perfect distraction and a productive way to stay busy and be useful if you're not feeling great. Make sure that you are taking care of yourself, taking care of your body, getting your nutrients in. This is the season of sugar, but make sure that you're still eating fruit, veggies, protein, getting your water in, exercise. What we eat and how often we move our bodies affects our mental health more than anything. It is very hard to feel good, especially in the winter when things are more dark and gray. It is hard to feel good when your body does not have what it needs to feel good. I have been drinking a lot of tea. Lemon is my favorite fruit. It makes me feel so clean and so fresh when I have it in my water and in my tea. Green tea and peppermint tea are my favorites for digestion and keeping my stomach stomach happy. Raw honey is also great for helping with colds this time of year. So I put that in all of my tea whenever I drink it. That is pretty much everything that I wanted to share with you guys about what's been going on in my life, losing my mom and What's been helping me to go through literally the hardest season of my life, the hardest holiday season I'll ever go through. I hope this has been able to help one of you. Thank you so much for sticking with me and for coming back after such a long break. I am so, so, so grateful for you guys. I hope that you have the most amazing holiday. Merry Christmas. I love you so much. That is it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure you are following this podcast and have this saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me. Also, make sure that you share, rate, and review at this podcast. It helps me out a ton. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also find me on Lemon 8 at Mara P. Sullivan. And you can now message me on Lemon 8 too. Remember, no matter what your life may look like right now, do not forget to love. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.